So if we were going to Disney World, yeah. like what are the essentials you would bring? Um, Money, mm. sunblock, money, face masks, <laughs> money. Money, money, money. Right. Well, there's an essential that you might not be thinking about. We'll talk about that. Oh, and you like cuddling cats, right? Who doesn't? Yeah, well, one guy's cat may can make for a deadly choice. Oh. Ooh. That sounds awful. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, what do you do when the check engine light comes on in your car? Um, ugh, or panic. Yeah, one or the other, right? Yeah. Well, I'll give you an extra reason to panic. All right. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We do, but I'm super excited. Oh, because we don't have a Florida election story. No Florida election stories. The, the world of hanging chads. No hanging chads. And and just election chaos. You know what? That is so 2000. Yeah, that's a thing of the past. We are not the state that is messing everything up this year. Nope. We're so, done. All the ballots are counted. We're good. We're good. We got this. We got this. All right. Very excited <laughs> that yeah. Florida is not the laughing stock of the nation in election year. Had to get that off my chest. At least for this week. <laughs> we can always see what happens next week. So true. Right. So now on to our real stories. Yes. As always. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. Our first one comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. All right. Marsha Temple is a Georgia woman who did not have the happiest day on Earth recently at Disney World. Oh, no, Marsha. That's because an employee performing temperature checks outside Disney's Magic Kingdom saw the woman take something from her child's stroller and stash it behind some plants near the security checkpoint. Uh-oh. Orange County Sheriff's deputies looked inside the planter and found her purse and a firearm. What? Temple admitted, yeah, it was hers, but told deputies that her six-year-old son had dashed, stashed the loaded 9mm while he was holding her purse for her. Uh, okay. Disney World security cameras, of course, told a very different story and showed her stashing the purse in the plants. By the way, she also does not have a concealed carry permit in either Florida or Georgia. Uh-oh. And I'm guessing neither does the six-year-old kid. Oh, probably not. <laughs> um, Temple was taken to Orange County Jail, where she was charged with carrying a concealed firearm and posted five grand bail. Why is a gun anywhere near the front gate at Disney? Uh, like, all right, I get it. Like, when you're parking, you know, you're always going to do a pocket check, especially sure. at Disney because you've got a long way to go. You know, you're checking. You've got keys, wallet, money, got everything we need, got our tickets, everything like that. Gun? What? Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who have never been to Disney World, um, First of all, I mean, the parking situation, the parking lot is 125 acres. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. That is an actual fact that I looked up today. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, and, and I'm terrible at math, but I think that is about the size of 90 football fields. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's big, right? That's so not only massive. do you have this giant parking lot, yeah. you also have to then, from the parking lot, take either a tram or... Or a boat 
to get to the front entrance of Magic Kingdom. Right. So, okay, you left something in your car. Yeah, you're basically at a point of no return at some oh, point. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you go, oh my God, I left my phone in my car. But it's so far back. Right. And it's exactly like it could be an why. hour. It's it could ex- be an hour. Right. And it's exactly why you need to do the double check. Yeah, you got to do the pocket the check. And, like, make sure we got everything. All right. We got everything. And, and, and make we're not sure bringing we don't have things that we don't need. Right. Yeah. Keep the diaper bag with you. Yeah. Leave the, the loaded gun. handgun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the best, the other part is blaming it on the kid is the oh, real geez. kicker. It's like, yeah, do we think the kid's going to be like trying to take out Goofy oh, or man. Pluto or what's going on here? Um, I, Is he a juvenile delinquent uh, at six? six? At six, oh, a juvenile boy. delinquent. This this kid's got an uphole, up, uphill battle. Yeah, or an uphole, one of the two. I don't know. Um. <laughs> Yeah, what, what and what does she think was gonna happen? I mean, Disney's like Fort Knox. It's like they got security everywhere. They got cameras everywhere. Oh, Walt's watching. Oh, Walt is always Big watching. Brother's watching. Big Walt is watching. <laughs> Absolutely, is. yes. Wow. No, it is like Fort Knox. Oof. That said, this is not the weirdest story we've come out of uh, heard come out of Disney World before. Oh no, no. Right? Yeah, we've heard about. People bringing cremated remains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, Disney. This is a, and this wasn't a story we ever covered on the podcast. That but is this... not on my list of things to bring into Disney, but we have actually heard of this stuff. Right. So this is a thing. Um. Apparently, like at least once a month, maybe yeah. more, somebody will scatter ashes at Disney, and not like a subtle, like um, you know, Tim Robbins shaking the shaking the rocks or out like of the his dude, pan. <laughs> the dude and Walter Subcheck bringing Donnie's remains. Right. Exactly. No. 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 Yeah. This. This is not subtle. This. No. This is people, and apparently, like the big ones are the "It's a Small World" ride, the Pirates right. of the Caribbean ride. It's all about you know universal harmony and, and whatnot, and the haunt. Haunted Mansion, which oh. I guess is haunted for more than one reason yeah. now. A lot of souls buried there, apparently. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And by the way, n- not endorsing this. It's no. illegal. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention... Don't you know, try this at home, kids. Against or at the Disney, Disney rules. Yeah. Um, illegal to, you know, dump... Yeah, I know it's not body parts, but essentially dump a body at sure. Disney. Or yeah. really, you know, in a lot of places. Yep. Um, that said... <laughs> We know people. Oh yeah, who, who shall people. remain nameless? Yep. Um, we'll keep them out of your ears. Who have done this actual thing? Mm-hmm. Um, they brought mom's ashes. Mm-hmm. Maybe dad's ashes. I don't remember if it was two trips yeah. or one. Yeah. I don't um, want to give too much information away in case we. In case you know we absolutely. Yeah. And there was there was an incident on the yeah, boat ride right and and someone went overboard uh-huh and and that someone was in a container that someone oh, was not a living someone yeah. so you know right. i mean yeah i and i mean on the one hand i i get it mm-hmm. i mean you you spread my ashes somewhere beautiful right right or spread my ashes somewhere i loved yes and God forbid if like a small child dies and oh, they want to yeah. have their ashes scattered at Disney, right. sneak the dang ashes into Disney. Right. But we know adults yeah. who are Disney obsessed. Yes. Who go many, many, many times a year. All the time. Yep. And it's a massive deal when they do go. And those are the people that I'm afraid are having their ashes scattered at Disney. Yeah, it's possible. Or worse yet, forcing their friends to have their ashes Ooh. because they're already dragging their friends to Disney all the time anyway. Yep. yep. True that. If I end up in Disney 
after I die, <laughs> I will haunt you. That's not happening. <laughs> That's not happening. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I feel the need to go to Disney if I'm not with you. I, I don't know that you feel the need. No, I Disney is lovely. <laughs> yeah, Disney is lovely. Hey, I love Animal Kingdom. All the Star Wars stuff. I mean, oh I yeah, we do me. have to go back to that. Yep. All right. Well, our next story comes to us from Local10.com. All right. Michael Poggy operates a quote sanctuary. I'm I'm making air quotes when I say that. Yeah. Sanctuary for rare and endangered animals in Davie, Florida. Right in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Why not? According to his website, he has marmosets, monkeys, and apparently he also has a black leopard. Oh. Investigators say Poggy charged a visitor $150 for a, quote, full contact experience with the leopard to, and I quote again, play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. Wow. Well, apparently nobody let the leopard in on the plan. When the customer, 50-year-old Dwight Turner, entered the leopard's enclosure, the leopard attacked and mauled a Turner, tearing his scalp and putting him in the emergency room for a week. Although Poggy is licensed to own the leopard, he was charged with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and cited for maintaining wildlife in unsafe conditions. Wow. And since the entire experience was illegal, Turner's attorney says any waiver his client may have signed would be void anyway. Wow. Why is the leopard always the last one to know about these sorts of things? <laughs> and what is it uh, with Florida and owning dangerous apex predator animals like there are so many of them there's so many of them in the in america but i you know there's a whole lot of them in florida. well yeah florida we we love our apex predators you that's know, right uh, the 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 pythons mm-hmm. that you know just randomly get set loose in the everglades yep. um you know all of the wild animal parks that are somewhat sketchy sure and when i say wild animal parks really i mean a guy with an apartment and a tiger in it. Yeah. I'm not saying there's a lot of that going on, but I'm saying it's probably more common than you think. Oh, yeah. I think it's a lot more common than you think, especially here in Florida. And and plus, charging $150 to risk your life with or or paying $150 oh, yeah. to risk your life with a leopard in a cage. No, nope, I'm out. I'm not doing that. I, 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 if, if something like this is going to happen, I need to see a long line of people in front of me so they can all be victims before oh, I am. And you know, also, I need to just, I need to have like some other kind of peace of mind. Well, that that's it. Bad if, isn't gonna happen. if you're paying for this and you're going to, I mean, the guy's got a website, the yeah. guy's got a Facebook page. Hey, he's, he's got a website. He sells tickets. He is a breeder, mm-hmm. um, uh, not not of leopards, but of, of pygmy marmosets, which, by the right. way, you can get me one for Christmas. I am down with that. They're Big adorable. Big fan of those, huh? Not from this guy, though. Okay. Um, but seriously, there's, there is an expectation that it must be safe. If he is charging me $150 to do it, it must be safe, right? <laughs> I mean, I, there is an expectation. I would assume, it, had this not happened and not been in the news, right. I would assume, okay, the panther, the poor thing's been declawed. It's probably sure. had all of its teeth removed. I would hope so. At, at worst, it will swat you around and gum you. Yeah. You know, you, you as much as I don't want somebody doing that to a leopard, at the same time, if if you're doing pictures with it, I would expect that it perhaps it's even a bit tranquilized, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. No, I just uh, 
I I have no desire to get into a cage with an animal oh, no. of this magnitude. No, no. So it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, but I guess. I mean, if you think about think about when we were little kids, yeah. right? We both did like an elephant riding thing when we True. were kids. Yep. Elephants are dangerous animals. Yeah, we're really high they're, up there. They're massive. <laughs> they're dangerous animals. They could, I'm sure, knock you off. We've seen the off. videos of them. They like, could sort of trample going you. Yeah. Absolutely. So. You, but but you had the, well maybe you didn't your parents had that expectation of sure. safety yeah you you probably you know didn't think about I didn't it at know all any, I didn't think anything of it I just no, thought it was like of a course big not dumb you know Dumbo so sweet and cuddly and all that sort of stuff <laughs> now you're really into since we're talking about kitties Cuties. you're really into kitty cuddling lately aren't you <laughs> yeah so um I volunteer at our uh, local humane or our local animal shelter um as it's called cat socialization. Cat socialization. But it's really cuddling kittens for the most part. It's right. I go in and and we haven't had a cat for many years now mm-hmm. and I miss the kitties. Right. So I go in and I hang out with cats for an hour once a week and they crawl in my lap and they purr and they're most of the time very sweet and sometimes because they're cats they can be total a holes. Right. And you're but but, <laughs> but really in the in the at the end of the day you're both getting something out of it. You're getting a lot Absolutely. of they they could fun pay I cud- mean, I could pay lunch. them to do it. Yeah, Seriously. you're getting a lot of fun cuddling time and they're getting that socialization, that human interaction or whatever. But you know what? Here's the great. funny thing. Like sometimes a cat's being an a hole and I'm like, <laughs> "Ooh, that cat's going to scratch me or bite me. Sure. I'm going to avoid that cat. Yes. That same thought process should mm. probably go through the head of the person paying $150. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is one other thing I want to point out about oh, okay. you know my time cat cuddling. Yeah. And you have had cats through much of your life as yes, well. Yes, I have. Um, let, I'm going to read this quote from the article again, and you tell me where it goes sideways, all okay. right? Okay, okay. To play with the leopard, uh-huh. rub its belly, right. and take pictures. <laughs> I think the rubbing its belly is where... Cats it's like, do not uh, like their tummies touched. I can't remember a time when a cat ever liked me to touch its belly. It would, you, no. There would usually always be a... Uh, a conjoining of all of its uh, all of its paws right on on my finger. Yeah, if I tried yeah, to do that. I, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't like a think, vice grip. I don't think house cats are in many ways that different from class one no. felines. No, um, they all have same sort of brain. Right, they all purr. Yeah. They all yeah, yeah. Um, I'm guessing that the wrath of an eight pound house cat when you rub its belly uh-huh. um, is magnified exponentially when when it is instead the wrath of a 300 pound leopard yeah yeah not good <laughs> not good no 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 um so uh, yeah i i feel terrible for this guy yeah. because i i know that i uh, i he's mean at I, I could see bucks myself wanting to do this yeah plus mauled. he's at 150 bucks yeah. awful yeah let me ask you another question sure how many weeks has it been since we had a python story? Oh, boy. I mean, I just mentioned them a minute ago, but like a good python story on the Probably, podcast. I feel like it's been like maybe three episodes, three weeks. Oh, maybe? gosh, at least. Yeah. 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 yeah I, uh, it doesn't but, feel like it's been that long. It, it does feel like we we get python stories pretty regularly, and that's not that surprising. Well, guess what I have for you today. Oh, is it a python story? Happy python okay. story day. Yeah. This one comes from WSVN 7 News Miami. 
when the check engine light comes on in your car, you usually don't call the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Mm -hmm. But that is exactly what happened last week in Dania Beach. Last Thursday morning, a driver took their blue Ford Mustang into an auto repair shop after the check engine light came on. Ah. When mechanics opened the hood, they found a gigantic Burmese python curled up on top of the engine bay. Wow. It took four people to remove the python from Ugh. under the hood. One of the amateur snake wranglers said that it was at least 20 feet long. Yeah. Although in a tweet later, Florida Fish and Wildlife said the snake was a mere 10 feet. Well, you know, popping the hood on your car usually means bad things, right? <laughs> but finding a python there, even worse. I mean, it's at, at least you know immediately what's wrong with the car. Yeah, there's your problem. Yeah, there's your problem. I got some, some yeah. sort of python on there. Normally when I'm popping my hood, I am looking like if something isn't smoking under the hood. Right. Or sparking. Yeah. I'm just going to stare aimlessly under my hood for a minute or two. Yeah, that looks, the levels look you know, a little low on that rod. Thing. Yeah, the Johnson rod. Yeah. You probably need a Johnson <laughs> rod. No, if I see a python, I know what's wrong with the car. Yeah, yeah. You got a pretty good idea. Yeah, this. I think this would be the worst prank that you could play on your mechanic, right? Oh. Uh, just a, hey, I'm not sure what's happening here, Tony. There seems to be something under the hood that's going wrong. Oh, well, let me take a little look. See, whoa. Hey, what's this? python doing under it's, here it's like the adult mechanic version of the um peanut brittle can with yeah. the spring-loaded snakes in it you yeah. open it up and the snakes go everywhere yeah never see you always see that coming though at least i mean when i'm opening a hood i don't expect to see that at all no yeah. not at all not at all yeah i won't be opening my car hood anytime soon after this story that's for sure so uh, let's discuss some of the weird places that we've had pythons recently not sure. you and i personally oh. but, but like on the podcast right so i mean i'm trying to think of some like right off the top of my head like they're usually always in the field well you yeah those find, are normal can, places. Yeah, i mean not normal they're you know right um we had one in a washing machine. Washing machine, right? We had one that was under like a whole bunch of clothes. Oh yeah, at uh, it was at the flea market in Homestead. It was uh, just in a in a stack of clothing. Um, yeah. uh, apartment building lobby that yes. wasn't that far from here. Yeah. Um, wasn't there one in a hotel too? Like a like, I, yeah, I think so. There was um, like they're everywhere. The deck of a boat just in Coral Gables. Yes. Somebody's boat. They're uh, all over side, the place. Just side of the road yeah. sometimes. Um, so we've we've seen. I feel them. like I'm, I feel like should be, I should be running into them on the street all the time. Uh, we might. We practically are. Yeah. So they are. They are definitely leaving the Everglades and going into much more populated areas. This industrial park where this particular. Um, situation happened under the hood of the mustang mm -hmm. um is like right around the corner from i-95 which is not that far from the coast i mean it's not like it was way no. out on the outskirts almost in the everglades it's really close and by the way it, since it's happened in a mustang mustang cobra right not a mustang python yeah yeah it's supposed to be a cobra yeah. under the hood right, of your it's mustang. gotta be a cobra not a not a python what about a dodge viper oh there we go yeah i mean yeah. that's not a ford but i but it's that's right why in, i right, said yeah, dodge. I it's, it's right it's right in line with it right yeah i don't somebody needs to manufacturer a python manufacturer manufacture <laughs> a python 
Yes. If Pontiac were still in business, it would make business. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense, but yeah. Hey, I know that snakes are Mm cold-blooded, but the kind of heat that happens underneath an engine block, plus you add in the Florida weather, like, I don't understand how it even survived under there. I I know that they like the heat, but man, that's like... It's like surface of the sun heat. I, I would like, yeah, I would like to think that probably the car had not been driving that long before that check engine light came on. Unlike when my check engine light comes <laughs> on, we're all just drive and drive and drive. Because and then it'll just kick on. I just think that it the, the, the check engine light is like the, I don't know, it's the biggest scam in auto repair. It really <laughs> is. I mean, I, I'm not saying that people's check engine lights don't come on for legitimate reasons sure. sometimes. yeah. But every time it's happened to me, they were like, oh, your gas cap must have just been off your car. Right. You got a little air in your gas tank. That'll be 150 bucks. Well, and I think you'll see a lot of people that are like, you know, that love to work on cars and fiddle. With, and they'll, they'll say the same thing. It's like cars are so computerized anymore. Right. That these that the engine lights will come on at, you know, It'll at come the on smallest for anything. hair trigger of anything. Right. Just like you said, like your gas cap is loose, then it's going to come on. If anything's even a little bit out of whack. So it's like the severity is what you never know. Like what's the severity of the right. engine? Right. Like it, it should blink and flash and be red and have a siren if it's actually important. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> hey, you're about to drive off the side of the road because your wheels are going to fly off. Hey, you've got a gigantic python under the hood of your car. <laughs> Maybe you should pull over. Uh, pull over. I'm thinking. And speaking of gigantic pythons, mm. leave it to a man to say that it is 20 feet long when in actuality it is only 10 feet long. Oh, yeah. We always think everything's a little bit longer, right? Just a little. I mean, sure. 20 feet would have been a record. Yeah. 10 feet is eh, 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 average. You just, you just throw average. a couple extra feet onto it. And, What's uh, the harm in it? <laughs> that's right. Well, regardless of the size of a python, mm. If you find a Burmese python or other invasive species mm. in Florida, yep. call the hotline at 888-I've-GOT-ONE. Okay. Because we have a hotline for that. Because well, that's how prevalent they are. <laughs> because Florida. If I walk past one on the sidewalk, I'll give the, the hotline a call. All right. So our very last story comes to us this week from NBC-2.com. Okay. Monroe County deputies got a bolo. That's mm. be on the lookout for all you rookies out yeah, there. Yeah, be the uh, bolo. Got a bolo last Friday night for a reckless car on the Seven Mile Bridge in the Florida Keys. That's when they say they saw 32-year-old Crystal Berglund swerving down the highway in her black Jeep. Oh, boy. Deputies tried to stop Berglund on the bridge, but she just kept going, swerving into oncoming traffic. Wow. Several other cars had to dodge her to avoid a crash. And there's a couple of reasons why she may have been a little bit out of control. Oh. Well, first of all, when they finally caught up to her, they say she smelled of alcohol. Mm. Uh, the other reason is because she was driving on just three tires. Oh, 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 that'll do it. The rear driver's side tire was completely missing, and Berglund was driving on the rim, which was sparking debris all over the road. Wow. Berglund finally stopped the Jeep once she got off the Seven Mile Bridge in Marathon. Mm. She said she had just gotten into a fight with her boyfriend, 
and that she wasn't aware that she was missing a tire. It happens. She was taken to jail and arrested for DUI, reckless driving, and battery, basically the Florida Gordie Howe hat trick. (laughs) (laughs) The Florida hat trick. I love it. All right. Now, I've been known to run my tire tread down a little too much. It's happened before. I'm much better than I used to be. Like, I have, you know... A little bit more money. I'm making making sure that I take better care of everything. You know, we, this I'm, episode we've basically proven to the world that we cannot maintain vehicles. No, right, right, right. But I've never driven on the rims. I can I can say that definitively. <laughs> I've never driven on the rims. I even like come close, like with a flat tire, and I'm just trying to get some place to where I can. Oh, you know, absolutely. Take care of. Yeah. But but I usually always will pump it up as much as I can, and then drive furiously to the place. Well, that's what I was going to say. You've driven on a flat tire before. Sure. I mean, I think most of us who have reached a certain age in our life have driven on a flat tire at some point. How long did it take you to figure out you were driving on a flat tire? Well, it sometimes it's hard to tell, like or or especially if the flat happens while you're driving at a long at a at a high rate. Sure, speed. or or if you just start out driving very slowly through yeah. the neighborhood and then all of a sudden pull out onto a big boy road. Yeah, yeah. And I, I never fault somebody for not noticing it right away. And then you hear the thump 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 yeah. thump thump, and you're like, "Gee, why is my car shaking so much? Why I you know I'd like to the, think that the alignment really got yeah. off on." Yeah. What is that annoying sound? Why Guess I'll just sparks? turn the radio up. Why are there sparks <laughs> flying out the back of my car? Well, and that's the thing. Like the thump, thump, thump is one yeah. thing. She wouldn't have a thump, thump. She'd no. just have sparks flying out the back of her car. Yeah. And, like and, she's in an 80s hairband video. And like you said, the sound <laughs> would have been intense. You I would, would hear think. that like screeching sound for sure. Now I'm just I'm curious. What do you think happened to her tire? Like, how did this happen? I don't know. Do you think the boyfriend removed it? Do you think he's in what? It? Like super quickly before no, she got like, out. Of maybe they were having problems before the fight, and he's just like, I'm just gonna, or maybe put a hole in it. I don't know. That's a great question. I, I'm just throwing out conspiracy I'm, theories I as I am want to do. I, I don't think we should speculate. Yeah, we probably <laughs> should. As good journalists do, they, they, they don't speculate. So we should probably adhere to that. I should say that Ms. Berglund is not even from Florida. What? She's from Oregon. She's importing this stuff? She's importing crazy into Florida. Oh, we, we don't, don't need any more crazy. We're trying to export we this do stuff. We do not. Can't... Uh, uh, Crystal, Crystal Berglund, yeah. please keep Portland weird. Yeah. We've got enough weird of our yeah, take own. Take your weird back to Portland. We got plenty of weird Florida here. Yeah. You're familiar with the Seven Mile Bridge. We've yes. driven it before. Yes. It's very famous down here. It is very famous. You know what else it is? Um, well, it's uh, it's the way that you get to the keys. I remember it from uh, True Lies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say is it is narrow. Oh, yeah. It's just two lanes. It's a two-lane bridge. It's got a little bit of a shoulder on each side. But if somebody swerves in front of you, you got nowhere to go. You're either going into the Florida Straits... Or you're you're crashing into this person, right? And at the time that this was built, it wasn't built, you know, for four lanes. It was like people weren't people. They just like it was originally we, built for train tracks, right? We just need to get people there, so it's just going to be one lane. You know, it's not yep. supposed to be easy to drive through the keys. No, yeah, no. So I I just can't imagine swerving, yeah, down this road and not just running like colliding with everything along the or way or going overboard yeah. in some way right 
But you bring up True Lies. Oh, Seven love Mile that Br- movie. Yeah. Seven Mile Bridge has been in a lot of movies. It, it was in it was in True Lies. Yeah. I think it was in it was in one of the Faster, Furiouser. The, yeah, maybe too fast. Too. I, I'm not familiar either. But, I, uh, it's in one of the it, fast. It was fast. It was movies. furious. Yeah. It was. It was in the keys. Yeah. Um, License to Kill. License to Kill. James, James Bond. Bond. Yes. James Bond, oh. I believe, was on the Seven Mile Bridge. So yeah. very famous bridge. Very famous bridge. Um, perhaps Miss Berglund mm. thought she was in an action movie. Yeah. And and it was on on all those episodes of Burn Notice that we would watch. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I feel like they she were. She might always... have thought she was in a movie. I uh, get to the chopper. Like, <laughs> what happened get to down. my What happened to my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression? It used to get, be so good. Get down. What's wrong with you? I'll be back. What's wrong? I we these are terrible. This is so bad. What are we doing? But I love Arnold. I love Arnold. I I, I love that movie. So that's your favorite Arnold movie. Isn't it, it is. It is. It's so much fun. It's one of oh, my favorite. It is not my favorite favorite. Yeah. Though I do love it. I think Tom, Tom Arnold. Tom is Arnold deserves like an movie. Oscar in that movie. He is so good. We rewatched <laughs> it like like during the pandemic, and he was as you do so. Good. He really was. I forgot how good he was in that movie. The Pride of Eldon, Iowa. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis, fantastic too. I think she won like a Golden Globe or something for it. Yeah, she probably should have. But I, Jim Cameron just makes great movies, and 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 guess what? In the movie, the Seven Mile Bridge blows up. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, how did they do that? It's like it turned out it was all miniatures because that's the only way you could do it. This this from the film major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what did we learn this week, Corey? I learned that you should bring your good times to Disney World, but you should leave your guns at home. Oh, probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned that a full contact experience with a cuddly looking kitty isn't always as fun as it sounds. No. I also learned that the only thing worse uh, than a big bill from your car mechanic is finding a snake under the hood. Oh, definitely worse. There's your problem. And he probably still got a big bill from the mechanic. Oh, I'm sure he did. And finally, I learned that Jeeps are awesome for Mm off-roading, but they're even better when you've got four tires on. Oh, them. four tires is good. So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and our Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, let us know and share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. And while you're at it, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You made it this far. You made it through the terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. <laughs> There's got to be some reason you're That's still listening. That's a five-star reason right there. <laughs> you know that it is. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell reminding you that we will be back. And until next week, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,